Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Perez, and today I am doing another sitcom because those are the best, and those are the ones that I love doing, and especially because I have my friend April with me today. April, how's it going? Hello, everybody. I'm spooky. She is my spooky co-host for the day, and she was in the last one we did, the uh, home, uh, Family Matters one, so I told her, hey, come on, I got to do 31 of these. Please help me out. And she was like, sure, I'll help you out. So she's back. I'm back. I'm spooky. Yes. And in this episode, we continued our TGIF uh, themed Halloween sitcoms, I guess, however you want to say it. Uh, we watched a Boy Meets World episode. Who's afraid of Corey Wolf? Question mark. This is season two, episode six, and it originally aired on October 28th, 1994. Spooky. Very spooky. And one thing that I didn't notice when I told April that we were going to do these two sitcoms this time around, and the the two sitcoms that we did, the Family Matters one and the Boy Meets World one, they aired on the same date. I didn't do that That's on purpose. That's too cool. Which one came before the other? Do we know? Uh, I'm pretty sure Family Matters was first because I think they were at 8 o'clock and Boy Meets World was 8.30. So I think it was Well, this in the this. intro, didn't he say that it was 8 o'clock? Yeah, wait a minute. Let, you talk for a second. Let me double check. I, I will check for yeah. you. Because I remember he was writing in this thing and then he's like, 8 o'clock, 7 central. And then there was the laugh track. And I'm like, oh, I bet you that was the time the show was on. You know, because it was funny. Yeah, because it um, was funny. Although I don't, I never, I never knew. I've always wondered if it was a laugh track or if it was an audience with the sign saying "Laugh Now." Like, would you ever be able to tell if something was a laugh track or just people being told to laugh? Hmm. Did they record in front of a live studio audience? I, I believe I know they did. Home Improvement did. Uh, Family Matters, I know they did for sure. Boy Meets World, I'm almost positive they did. Okay, here cool. we go. I am looking right at it. And the schedule for the 1994 fall year was Family Matters at 8, Boy Meets World at 8.30. Step by Step was at 9. And it was either Hanging with Mr. Cooper or Sister Sister, depending on the season, uh, that took the 8.30 spot. We should do a Hanging with Mr. Cooper episode sometime. And Sister Sister. I love that show. I follow this, the Tia and Tamara on, on Facebook. Oh, nice. Maybe we can do their Halloween episode. It wasn't really a Halloween episode, but I do have it, so we can definitely do that. That'd be cool. Cool. Maybe we'll do that for the next one. So, yeah, let's get into... Oh, wait, no. I got to get into a, a quick synopsis. Let's see. Yeah. Looking for that TGIF thing. Put my notes all in disarray, but here it is. Corey is terrified he may be turning into a werewolf after he's bitten by a unknown animal. Bum, bum, bum. And that's pretty much it. I mean, the synopsis does go more into detail, but that's basically plot A of the entire episode. 
And, and if we did that, then we wouldn't need to do the rest of the thing. It'd be a very short episode, and then you guys <laughs> would have to go find something else to do. Yes, that'd be it. But, all right. We let, save you from that. Yeah. Let me do the opening scene. So, opening scene. Corey, he is in his room, and he's writing the day's events in his journal. Uh, he says that um, when the moon shines full, he will be a werewolf his mom walks in and and asks what he did with her duster and she has the duster in her hand it's like there's plumes everywhere and he, he howls and she walks out and basically he's writing with like an old school feather pen so that's kind of where that joke's going but really it's her feather duster it's her feather duster and i just love how many howls we get in this episode because right off the bat he just howls and the funny part for me was where's the ink Yes, he probably sucked it in. I don't know how, but he, he's writing with that. I mean, I don't know what to do with this thing. Uh, but he continues writing. He says that he's drooling more than usual. And you see him like wiping his mouth. <laughs> I just wipe my mouth too. Uh, Sean walks in and asks if he's ready for the Halloween party. He tells Corey to, to guess who he is. And he's dressed obviously as Corey. He's got the wig on. He's got the same exact outfit as Corey is wearing right now. And uh, he says very sarcastic, or um, Corey says very sarcastically that he has no idea. And Sean's all like, I'm going as you, buddy. <laughs> he does a Im- very insulting impression of Corey to yes. him. He does. Wow, Sean, I wish I was as cool as you. <laughs> so, weird hand gestures. Yeah. Uh, Sean asks where his costume is. And Corey's all like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going. That uh, he has to stay home alone because you know he's turning into a werewolf and sean (laughs) sean says you know what about topanga she's supposed to be meeting us at at the party or she's supposed to be meeting us here and curry gets all freaked out and says that uh, she can't come there because he's going to turn into a werewolf he's he's uh, he's supposed to kill her once he turns into a werewolf uh so he sits sean down and he starts telling him a story about how he became a werewolf because at this point we're pretty much just thrown into it that he's writing into the journal saying you know he's turned into a werewolf but we don't know how yeah like he's leaving a last will and testament almost but not really he's yes. not leaving anything behind for anyone but he's leaving the aftermath note so they're like why so they did know what happened. go crazy and, yes. and bite Topanga's face off <laughs> oh his journal explained it that kind of thing Right. so we flash back to the, the previous morning Corey is outside taking the garbage and he sees Mr. Feeney bringing in his garbage. Mr. Feeney explains to him that the local zoo had a wolf escape and that the wolves have a really great sense of smell and Corey's like, um, you're bringing the garbage in to invite them in your (laughs) living room? Yes. Which, honestly, that's what I would have thought. I would just been like, uh, I don't know, airtight container outside the home? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I, I worry about these things. <clears throat> so Mr. Feeney goes inside and Corey's still standing outside with the bag of garbage and the bushes start wiggling and you know something's up, right? right. And he's like, hello? And the bushes wiggle. Eric? No, Eric. The bushes wiggle. Eric and a girl. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, turn around. Yes. And then Corey screams. Bum, bum, bum. Didn't they actually play that sound, or am I just enjoying that sound and it had nothing to do with the episode? I think you're enjoying that sound. I'm okay, well, I am enjoying that, that sound. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. It's Lyle's turn. 
Back in Corey's room, uh, we're in present day now, Sean says that there was no way he was bitten by a wolf. Corey tells him, um, you know, what else it could have been? Because, you know, look at the uh, at the bites. And, and Sean says, well, I can't see anything. And Corey says, yeah, everybody knows that werewolves bite heal overnight. <laughs> and then Sean replies with, oh, wow, then you're covered in them. <laughs> Corey doesn't think that, uh, oh, yeah, he, he doesn't uh, think that he's turning into a wolf. Well, he didn't think that he was turning into a wolf until that morning. And then we get a flash into the morning. So then, okay, we're in the morning. We're in Corey's house and they're getting ready for school. And Corey says to his brother, Eric, I have something. Wait, is it something like I have something that you're, you, I'm going to show you something and it's going to shock you. And then Eric's like, uh, put on a towel. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> and he comes out wearing a bathrobe and then his brother is of course really sarcastic and he's like ah put it away I don't know and he's like look I'm covered in hair and I'm like what is he talking about I don't see any hair and I thought maybe it's because I'm watching it on my phone but right. apparently um, Corey's never heard of puberty and he thinks it's werewolfism so basically his brother just continues messing with him and in a sense he basically convinces him that he's turning into a werewolf. <laughs> You're turning into a werewolf. <laughs> Ow! Awesome scene. So then Corey basically starts freaking out because he's convinced that he is turning into a werewolf after talking to his brother. I just don't understand. He's had this brother his whole life. Like, what point does he realize his brother is uh, messing with him? Yeah, I don't know. You would think he would learn by now. Maybe when he gets older. I don't think so, because the show continues for quite a while after That's this. That's a good point. <laughs> but I'll keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. There was that whole thing about the rats, but I don't remember it very well to explain it. Yeah. he uh, Apparently that there was something in the newspaper that Eric saw about a, about a kid that, turned in, that got bitten by something he didn't see. And that they feed him rats inside a secret base somewhere, and that every full moon they open <laughs> they they open up the gates so they could feed it live. Oh, rats. that's right. It was like a, it was not necessarily Weekly World News, but it was like a Weekly World News type newspaper yeah. article, like Bat Boy Found or Boy Turns into <laughs> Werewolf Eats Rats. Okay, something like yeah, that. I could not remember that part. No, until well, you said that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that thing. Okay. Well, Corey starts freaking out, and uh, the next scene. Corey walks down the stairs and he's like pretty much heading out the door. He's he's gone. His mom and dad they're at the table and his mom tells him not to forget his lunch. Um, he's not like, oh, don't worry, I'm just gonna kill something on the way on the way to school. <laughs> uh, he's really believing he's turning into a werewolf. Uh, they can see something is wrong with him and they try to talk to him. He disguises a math question to ask them if werewolf exists. He's basically like, if a train uh, if a train station. If a, oh, if a werewolf is going 40 miles an yes. hour and another werewolf is going 30 miles an hour, are werewolves real? Yes. He does a question like that. And um, the dad... But with his math book in his hand. Yes. Make it more legit. The dad pretty much looks at him and he's all like, does this have anything to do with that with that wolf that escaped from the zoo? And um, he says that, you know, those are just stories that people make up that, you know, it's... It, when he gets older, he's going to be able to separate myth from reality. And then he starts or, shaking a... a can of soda at the same time he also could have said or does this have something to do with your wisecracking brother that we haven't really 
disciplined <laughs> in to stop messing with his little brother. Right. So Psychological torturing his little brother. Yeah, well, that's what big brothers are for. I suppose. Yeah. So he, he's shaking the can. That's kind of like a big gag throughout the entire story, or throughout the entire episode. Um, Corey asks what he's doing, and his dad says, you know, that one of their suppliers heard that, you know, a, a thief stole, you know, a, a bunch of diamond rings from a jewelry store and that he hid those in uh, he hid those diamond rings inside a couple of cans of soda and then his mom's pretty much making fun of him believing such a fake story and he's all like it's a three carat diamond babe and then she starts shaking cans with him she's like i'm so thirsty <laughs> they're all shaking cans what trying to find that any sense to me though is is you'd have to work in the can processing plant to open to get something into them before they're sealed right so i don't understand the logic i don't understand why they're believing that story sitcom logic like if they'd been soda bottles he still would have had this the seam you just look for the one with the broken seal yeah sitcom that logic, doesn't make sense don't look too deeply into the story plot problems so back in present time Corey and sean are talking about what's changed in Corey's life and he tells him he doesn't he thinks he it went wrong when he went and got a snack during lunch he went to this place called Frank's House of Yogurt and some occult. <laughs> In small letters, and some occult. <laughs> and some occult. That's really a tongue twister, too. You can't say that too many times fast. Yeah. He asked the clerk if there was any special flavors. And I got to tell you, when he read the flavors, I was like, nobody should ever use those to describe frozen yogurt ever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ever. Ugh. Ever. So he's like, oh, yeah, there's bucket of blood that's like a strawberry but then he stops describing them and i'm like bucket of guts it's more or less chocolate okay why mm-hmm. okay Bleh. and then there's wait and then there's smashed se- and severed smashed intestines, and severed intestines. <laughs> what's that one blueberry he doesn't say he, he, he ends up just it? saying that he doesn't recommend it yeah I was like, what is that? And if it was blueberry, I wouldn't recommend it because I don't like blueberry. I just, you right. know, because I was picturing them lumpy, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So Corey asked to mix blood and guts. So, okay, strawberry and chocolate. Nope, I wouldn't have done that. Well, he's getting the yogurt. There's a radio broadcast, and they're still searching for the missing wolf. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And that there have been sightings of werewolves. Yes. And he looks at the clerk and says, "Werewolves? Isn't that silly?" The guy looks freaked out and tells him that there, there are things out there. He says, uh, "He says there are things, and there are things." <laughs> and then Corey goes, "There are things such as werewolves," and he's like, "There are places where such things are revealed for five dollars." <laughs> Which is his way of saying, "Hey, guess what? We have a fortune teller in the back." Pretty much. That's all he was uh, leading to. He, did he even eat his ice cream, or did he just let it melt on the counter so that he could go talk to the fortune teller? We don't know because the the guy t- pretty much takes his five dollars and then he opens the the you know the the gate or whatever it is so he can go to the back to go talk to the fortune teller. But we never really see he, him taking it. Okay, so he I'm gonna just assume he left it melting on the counter because he was more interested in talking to the fortune teller. Right. So he goes back and he's talking to the lady, right? Right. Madam, uh, Madam Muspenskaya is her name. 
what? Madame Muspenskaya is her name. Kind of weird to say, That's but... That's another one. I don't think I could say that very many times. <laughs> I've heard this episode so many times. Getting that pronunciation is fine. Okay, good. <laughs> he will develop the appetite of a wolf. Well, he already mixed blood and guts. I guess that's what he's thinking. Right, yeah. She tells she first she she tells him that um, she knows why he's there because you know he's freaked out about a wolf, um, and he knows she knows that he was bitten by a wolf and that he's turning into a wolf. When the moon is full, he's gonna turn into a wolf. And then there's um, there's this gag, um, there's a, a callback to earlier that um, uh, what you know his body's going through a lot of different changes, and. That's when she starts telling that he's going to develop the appetite of the wolf. Which is why he gets blood and guts yogurt. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> we, we figure okay. out later his, his appetite. Then the pentagram will appear in his hand, which that one made me go, what? When it <laughs> happened later. Right. Okay, and then he will kill the one girl who truly cares for him. And what I don't get is he says she's studying, he doesn't believe her, but he really does. Yes. Well, he does after she, she he, tells him a bunch of stuff. So then he's like, well, you're like a half an hour late for English class. Yeah. And he, he's like, uh, she tells him that, you know, if you're, I'm nutty. You're the one that's half an hour late to your English class. He looks at his watch and he's like, ah. And then um, he, he gets up to run away. And she's like, and you're under, you're, um, your pants are riding up your tuckish. <laughs> and he's not like, that's amazing. Oh, he yeah. f- fixes his pants was, and he takes off. I was going to ask, is that, isn't that just a weird way of saying wedgie? Pretty much. He has a wedgie. Okay. So she knows he has a wedgie. But that might be something she could just see. I think she might be a hope. Oh, maybe. But um, we get to the school. <laughs> we get to the school. And uh, we're in Mr. Turner's class. He's discussing Lord of the, Fro- uh, of the Flies. Corey runs in and tries to act like he's been there all along. Like, <laughs> like um, he just he tries to sneak right out in. And everything. Yes. Mr. Turner, Turner gives him uh, three days' attention for being 45 minutes late. And uh, Corey's, like, sitting on his desk, like, sweaty, tired. And he's like, can I get a drink? <laughs> so Mr. Turner continues, continues with the lesson. Uh, Sean asks where he was, and he says that there was a fortune teller at the yogurt par- parlor. And Sean replies with, you tortured a fellow named Yogi Tyler? <laughs> and Corey just pretty much turns and looks at him, and he's like, yeah, that's it. Um, so he's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll write you a note. So he's writing Sean a note, and Mr. Turner catches him, and he asks, you know, what he's writing. And Corey grabs the paper and he crumbles it up and he shoves it into his mouth. He starts eating it. And <laughs> Mr. Turner's all like, what you eating? <laughs> uh, the voice of the fortune teller says that he will uh, he will develop an appetite for things he's never eaten before. And he looks at the paper in his mouth and he's like, uh, he spits it out. He spits um, it out in yeah. his hand. It's like, oh no, it's happening. Yes. I thought it was really funny because the teacher goes up to him and says, it's amazing. You are so late to class and yet you're diligently taking notes. <laughs> Yes. And then he's like, what you writing? Funny. Uh, so the bell rings. Mr. Turner asks him what's going on. Corey says that uh, he's got he's got a lot of things going on in his mind right now. Uh, he plays with Mr. Turner's keys, and he looks at it, and he's, he asks Mr. Turner what this is. He's like, yeah, it's the Pentagon. I got it last time I was in Washington. And, and then the fortune teller says that the, the sign of the pentagram will appear in his hands, and he's looking at it. And he goes, he yells into space he's like the pentagon or the pentagram <laughs> she goes same difference 
Uh, he takes off running and he runs into Topanga. Uh, Topanga's all like, hey, what's wrong? I mean, I want to know what's wrong with you because it's not like I don't care about you. And then he hears the fortune teller again saying that he will kill the one girl who cares for him. And he tries to tell her not to care for him. And then he runs off. As he runs off, he runs by Mr. Feeney. And Mr. Feeney's all like, um, stop, Mr. Matthews. You know, we don't run in the halls. We're not animals. And then Corey howls <laughs> before taking off. That was a funny line. Oh, wait, so back to present day now. Corey tells Sean that everything the fortune teller has predicted is coming tr- true. And, but there was only one thing left to do. He's got to kill Topeka. Right. Ugh, that's a terrible plan. <laughs> Sean said the girl finally likes him and he's going to offer. <laughs> he's wow. asked if he told anyone else. And Corey's like, no, you're the only one. Nobody but you knows. Just you and only you. And then his brother walks in with a dog bowl. And it's like the, the two <laughs> for one, that water on one yes. side and the dog food bowl on the other. Corey gets down and, you know, he's like, well, he's family. It's different. He gets down on all fours. Down, he actually starts eating out of the food bowl and drinking out of the water. Yes, that was funny. And, he, uh, of course, he howls again. Ow! Of course. Uh, Eric and Sean, uh, not, Eric and Corey, they both howl and they take off. Um, so after school, Corey, he went back to the fortune teller because he's telling the story again to Sean. And um, she says, you know, it, he tells her that everything that she said came true. He says that uh, he, he knows that there is a girl that who, who cares for him. It's Topanga. And then she asks if he's killed her yet. <laughs> and then she says that, uh, oh, yeah, he knows why. Uh, she knows why he hasn't killed her is because she won't kill her until the moon is full and then that's when he's going to turn into a wolf and he's going to kill her um that uh, she also says that there's going to be a full moon tonight which is halloween night and uh he wants her help he's he's trying to say you know is there anything i can do like anything that i can you know take to stop being a werewolf and she says that the only thing to break the curse is to be shot through the heart with a silver bullet from somebody who loves them and then we go on to a different scene Honestly, though, like, have you killed her yet? I think he'd be arrested or in the pound. Right. Definitely the pound. It's a sitcom. Get it? LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the house, the parents walk in with some, some more soda. <laughs> yes, tons of more soda. They have, like, a whole uh, case of it. They have so much of it. Their, their daughter, who uh, I don't remember, which was the funny part. Like, I'm like, who the heck is that? Yeah, it's the, oh, the, the first, sister? first Oh, I forgot. Sister. I forgot. Little Morgan. She's dressed as a little devil. And Corey asks where his stuff is because his parents brought in a bunch of stuff and his mom's reading a grocery list. It's like Wolfsbane, Silver Bullet, Gun. And then she's like, (laughs) well, the lady ahead of me bought the last guns. So darn it. Total mom joke. Yeah. And then he he runs into the other room and his dad, you know, follows him because he feels like he needs to have have a talk with him about what's going on. And Corey is just frantically searching the house and he picks up one of the picture frames. He's like, do you think this is silver? Do you think I could (laughs) melt this down into a bullet? And his dad starts to talk to him about, you know, the change he's going through, but not the one to a werewolf, but the one where he's going to become a dude. Right. And Corey's like, you, you love me, right? And his dad's like, of course I do. Can you throw this picture frame at my heart? <laughs> and he's like, 
explaining to him about the time that he taught him how to shave with whipped cream and a fake razor. Well, maybe it's time for a real razor, but not a very strong one. Right, because he doesn't and have any Corey, hair, really. Corey looks at himself in the mirror, and then he pictures his face turning all fuzzy. Now, here's what I would say. It's a sitcom, thank goodness. Otherwise, he needs some pretty strong antipsychotics. <laughs> yes, he honestly thinks he's turning into a werewolf. And he saw himself covered in hair, which didn't really happen. And then he leaves the room howling again. Howl! Yeah, runs right past the dad. Yeah, that's a really good dad right there. Like, I didn't have a dad like that at all. Nobody taught me how to shave. I taught myself. Oh, and... I didn't know that was something people showed you how to do in real life. Yeah, well, I, I assumed I lived with... I grew up with sitcoms. So whatever sitcoms dad did, that's what I thought a dad should do uh yeah i kind of figured that's what parents were supposed to do but i don't necessarily have the normal parent life either so yeah well whatever uh so uh back to present day sean is putting a bunch of Corey's stuff inside a pillowcase because apparently since Corey's turning into a wolf he's not gonna he might as well loot his house yeah might as well uh cory's finishing up the journal entry and uh, his mom yells from the other room that Topanga's here. He starts telling Sean frantically that, um, you know, to keep her away from him, he doesn't want to hurt her. And she pretty much just sneaks up behind him as he's saying all of this stuff. He turns and he's like all surprised <laughs> that she's right there. And Sean leaves. Or Sean obviously doesn't believe that Corey's turning into a werewolf. He's got more sense than that. And he also knows that he should leave the two alone. Yes. So, bum, bum, um, bum. I enjoy that too. He makes fun, and um, Sean howls as he's walking out. Uh, he turns and uh, he tells her that um, that he doesn't he he doesn't want to see her ever again. That you know he cares about her. He doesn't he doesn't want to hurt her, and she doesn't understand what's going on because in in her mind he's like freaking out for no reason. And he's freaking out because he thinks he's turning into a werewolf. And he gives her the journal and and he says that, uh, you know, once she reads it, she'll understand what happened to him. Uh, he tells her that he's not like other guys, that, you know, he's, he's pretty much turning into a werewolf. And the moon turns full. You can see it outside. It kind of gives you a glimpse of it. And he's scared and he starts turning. Um, well, he's, he's scared, but he doesn't turn into a wolf and nothing happens. So he asks, you know, you know, look at me. What, what do you see? And then she's like, it's the same Corey that I've known since I was three. And he's like, I'm not a wolf. And then he's all excited. I'm, I'm not a wolf. I'm not a wolf. And he then, does this dorky little dance. Yes. He, le- he leans in for a kiss and he kisses Topanga. And uh, she kind of like, she doesn't push him away, but they kind of back away. And she's like, yes, you are. And then he howls. Ow! <laughs> So much howling in this episode. So much. Yeah, especially because you forgot the funny part. When he finishes writing in the journal before he gives it to Topanga. I can't can say her name. <laughs> he signs it, Corey A.O. Matthews. A.O. Matthews. Yeah. And then Eric, is, no, was it Eric or was it Sean? It was, it was Sean. Sean says, what's the A.O.? Ow! <laughs> And then I he, can't believe you forgot that part. It was your favorite part. He wants the, um, if the book's ever published, he wants it to go to the ASPCA. <laughs> yeah, he wants all the proceeds to go to the ASPCA. Yeah. Well, never mind his parents, who are probably dealing with a severe lawsuit because their werewolf child ate the other child's. <laughs> That's possible. but uh, Like his parents 
parents should the Topanga's parents should be getting the money and maybe his parents for legal problems. Oh yeah. And I'm sure a cleaning bill. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so, pretty no, messy. So in the backyard, okay. So all that's behind us, it's all done and and you know, Corey's taking out the garbage gate. And this time it wasn't moving, so that's good. Because last time I forgot to say that because it was pretty funny. It's like when uh, when uh, Mr. Feeney asked him what he was doing, he's like, I'm taking out the garbage. It was moving. Um, <laughs> that was funny. I would never wait that long. It stinks before it gets to that point, oh, yeah, I imagine. Does. And, he, and so he's taking the garbage out and he sees Mr. Feeney and, and Mr. Feeney says, oh, yeah, they found the wolf. He was in the, his area. Well, not his area, but another area of the zoo eating some kind of bird like, like a... Cockatoo. I can't remember the birds. A cockatoo, which I'm like, why do they have a cockatoo in the zoo? Is it not like know. a house pet? Yes. Either, yeah. It's like I wonder if they meant to say some other kind of bird and they just couldn't think of one and they're just like, whatever, ending the episode, right? So he tells Corey, he comments on how funny it is how rumors get started, and then right as he finishes saying that, he picks up one of the cans in Corey's recycling bin and says, Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Feeney walks off. Now, the bushes start rustling again, and they start rustling again, and he knows it's not a wolf, so he's suddenly gotten braver, and he reaches in, and it's a bunny! It is a bunny. I don't know if any of you do this, but I like bunnies in a completely different way than than Lyle does. We pretend <clears throat> not to know what he does. Yes, okay. But, yeah, but the bunny. bunny does growl, and he puts it down, and he runs inside the house. He was never really ever brave, ever. <laughs> no. Uh, the growling bunny Oh, I suppose him. a little bit when he kissed Topanga, but that was probably just in the in the relief that he was not a werewolf anymore. Right. But, yeah, that's the episode. That's the entire thing from beginning to end. And yep. what did you think, April? Um... I watched this for a couple of minutes one day and I thought it was really annoying and corny and I hated it and I realized I was not I was not feeling good and it was not a good time to be trying to watch it. I was trying to watch it when I couldn't sleep because my leg was hurting and I couldn't fall back to sleep. So the next time I watched it, I was just trying to fall asleep, not that anything was hurting, but it was just time to go to sleep and I was like, okay, better mood. I actually enjoyed the episode, so it really does matter how you're feeling. I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Yeah, it's and then it's a fun then episode. I found the ah funny. <laughs> it's a fun episode. There's a lot. It's very child humor. Uh, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure a kid would would really enjoy Boy it. World, so. Yeah, it's supposed to be. But I thought it was a good episode. It's a uh, not very Halloweeny, but there is like a lot of scary elements to it. He's turning into a werewolf. Uh, the little girl's in a devil costume. There's there's costumes in the beginning. There's costumes at at night, and and it's it's just a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. And it might be very Halloweeny, but they also had Feeny. I had to. <laughs> they did have Feeny. I do um, like it when it rhymes. Right. So let's give you some uh, a little bit of trivia. See if you if you uh, if you know any of these some trivia. Um, one of the trivias on here that shouldn't be on here because I don't find it interesting says that this episode takes place from October 30 to October 31st, 1994. 
And uh, I was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Why is oh, that a trivia? you know, the funny part was, hmm. is when I heard that the first time, I misunderstood it and thought you were saying that they recorded it on the 30th and the 31st. But now I realize that's when it was supposed to take place, which yes. it also wouldn't have made sense if they'd recorded on the 30th and 31st, because then it wouldn't have aired in time for Halloween. So, yeah, no, that information was not interesting. Yeah. That's pretty weird. It was also kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. And that nobody found the diamond rings. How's no. that for trivia? Yes, nobody found them. Uh, there's another one here that says Madame Muspenskaya is named after Maria Muspenskaya, who played the gypsy woman Marvella in The Wolfman from 1941 and also in Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman from 1943. Well, that's kind of neato. That is very neato. And uh, the uh, Madame Muskinskaya was played by Phyllis Diller, who is a wonderful comedian that I recognize from a lot of stuff. She unfortunately passed away. Uh, how long ago? It, it wasn't that long ago when she passed away. Uh, she passed away in uh, 2012. So, well, I guess it was like, what, seven years ago now? But uh, she was 95. And the weird thing is she died on my birthday, August 20th. 2012. That was weird. I know. She was 95. But hey, oh, my she, goodness. Well, she made it a while. Yeah, she gave us years and years of comedy gold. Mm-hmm. But, I yeah. thought it was kind of funny that he finished writing the journal and hands it to Topanga. And it's like, this will explain it all. And then she just throws it on the bed and he doesn't care. <laughs> he just spent so much time writing in that thing. He had a butcher of a feather duster to do it. Yeah. Why couldn't he just use a regular pen? And why couldn't he have just, I don't know not written it all down just been like sorry for the turning into a werewolf thing didn't mean to kill Topanga love Corey bye bye but <laughs> yeah I mean this episode has a 7.4 rating on IMDB with 144 votes so wow there was a lot of people watching and voting on it mm -hmm. so 7.4 stars that's that's a lot I mean if you think about how many people that voted on it too that's that's pretty good yeah Oh well, yeah, well, was, wasn't the other one like eighty four? Uh, the um, Family, Family Matters, Matters one. Yeah, it was a lot less. Before. It was a lot less. It made a lot less people voting on it. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so I guess that's gonna do it for this episode. Unless you got anything else to say, April. Oh. <laughs> cool. So with that, uh, that's gonna do it for us here. If you'd like to send any questions, comments, or anything like that. You can send those to the Halloween Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash the Halloween Podcast. We are also on Twitter at the Halloween Pod. If you'd like to support the show, you can do it a couple of different ways. You can go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from and leave us a five star review. Those do help. And if you'd like to um, give us any donations, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Halloween Pod. And you could totally, like, record yourself going, ow, and email it to Lyle. Yeah, totally. You can totally do that. You should. It would be fun. You might stitch them all together and play them at the end of another episode. Who knows? Who knows? But, ow. yeah. So, we're still doing the 31 shows. I am still going along. Everything seems to be going fine. We are doing more episodes. So, I think we're going to make it all the way to 31. Yay! Cool. But until then, I will see you guys tomorrow for another episode of the Halloween Podcast, and have a good night.